Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, guys, and welcome back to Planners and Wine. My name is Myra. And my name is Meg. Welcome back, guys. Yeah, and welcome back to another week. And I believe this is the last week of April. It is. And April is a blur. It's a blur. We have been doing a lot uh, content-wise for Planners and Wine. The Patreons are getting everything. (laughs) But it's been a great month. It has been a busy month, but it has been a great month. So I'm excited that we are getting closer and closer to the summertime. Yes, I definitely enjoy being out and about a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like the days have been longer. And yes, I agree. Patreon have been getting the content. Mm-hmm. You can't say we don't work. Period. We be working. We do. We do. Absolutely. And I'm proud of us. Um, And we did the interviews today, which I'm super, super excited for you guys to hear on the next episode. Uh, We will have Laurel from Laurel Denise Planners on the pod next week. And I'm super excited. I just knew you were going to be like, guess who will be on next week? But you just told them it's fine. Well, (laughs) spoiler alert. I thought you were going to do it like a little guest thing. That seemed like your vibe, but it's it's fine. I'm I didn't have it. For y'all to hear it. I didn't have it in my brain. Thank you, though. <laughs> that would have been cute. It's going to be good, though. We had an amazing conversation, mm-hmm. and um, we do do now what we call after the pods when we have guests. All of our guests have been very... Um, Give us some, us some tea behind mm-hmm. the Patreon wall, so that mm-hmm. is something else you can look forward to with the planners and wine patreon so i mean i we tell y'all every week check it out you're missing out you're missing out, you're missing out. Mm-hmm. we yeah. we're doing this for you really we're just trying to let you know so you don't miss out on stuff so you That's can't all. say we didn't tell you so period yeah period. we told y'all we tell y'all all the time but yeah i'm so excited um for you guys to hear that episode but let's go ahead and get into this one myra how was your week and weekend My week has been, um, it's been good overall. I don't know why, like, I just have this itchy throat. It's not COVID. I did three tests because I was like, okay, I'm dying. Like, what is happening? (laughs) Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I think allergies, at least in our area here in Cincinnati has just, or pollen. I don't even know what's it called because I usually don't get, I don't Mm -hmm. have these issues. Um, Chuck and Ashton has it very bad. Like Ashton woke up eyes like 
his mm-hmm. right eye was just swollen shut. Oh no! And yeah, we we were afraid like it was something else, and it just turned mm. out he's just you know it's just really bad. So I think that's what's going on with me, and it's definitely bad if it's affecting somebody. I've never had allergy issues mm-hmm. like ever. So, um, but other than that, like you know, it's been good working through content. Mm-hmm. Feeling very inspired about that. Um, yeah. Nine to five, sure. But yeah, it's it's been great. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. Uh my model lately with the nine to five has definitely been uh I'm just here so I don't get fired vibe. <laughs> Period. Period. I like need to they, check. I need to yeah, check. Yeah, <laughs> it's just been so many changes in the nine to five. I mean, I you know, I, I'm not even afraid to say it because I've talked to my manager extensively about it. It's just time for me to pivot, mm. whether it's within the company or not. It's just time for me to go on because there's just so many different changes. And it's just not, you know, like you said, the vibe. I'm just here I so I don't you. get fired. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. I feel you. And honestly, I mean, with my job, everything has been going pretty well. I just feel a little stagnant. At this point, uh, I feel like I'm the type of person that once I get into a role and I feel like I have perfected myself in that role, feel like I have grown and evolved the best I can in that role, I'm kind of ready to do something else, either add more responsibility to my play or whatever it is. I'm definitely kind of at that part of my nine to five where I just, I don't want to get into the routine of doing the same thing every single day. I want something different. I want something exciting. So, you know, we'll see what happens with that. You know, just trying to stay content in the meantime. And, you know, I know that whatever is for me is for me. Whatever is for you is for you, Myra. And, you know, the right thing will definitely happen at the right time. So just trying to be patient. And patience is not my thing at all. It's a negative for me. It's definitely mm-hmm. not my thing. Um, the The job market right now is kind of intense, too. Yes. Um, it's just it's interesting. I, that's all I'll say. But, you know, like you said, when the time come, it will come. I hope it is this year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what I get hope for but mm-hmm. you know I'm still being patient and optimistic about it that you know it'll happen yep absolutely absolutely um but yeah I feel like everybody kind of gets to the point it's at that point sometimes with they are you know they're nine to five full-time gigs where you just you just know it's time to just do something else you know so luckily I feel like I've I've had a lot of good opportunities to be able to move around a little bit so I'm still just kind of you know try my luck see what's out there but yeah i definitely am am privileged and happy to not be in a position where i need to find a new job i feel like you're mm-hmm. kind of in the same boat too my yeah. like it's not a need it's just more so of a want right now so mm-hmm. definitely appreciate that because we know it's rough like i hear about layoffs and stuff all the time this one company that i really wanted to work for last year when i was looking for jobs that i didn't get up even getting an interview or anything with them they just mm-hmm. did like a major layoff and i was like Damn, did I dodge a bullet? I really wanted to be there. Yeah. And I probably would have yeah. got laid off Absolutely. two weeks ago. You know, like that definitely would have happened. So, you know, you just never know what's yeah, going to happen. That kind of so. last day and first out kind of thing is mm-hmm. what I've been seeing. Because like even with these tech companies, folks done had Google Jobs six months are getting laid off. And it's I like, know. it's it's kind of scary. It's wild. But, it's very um, scary. Yeah. It's just. Yeah. It is what it is, you know. Mm-hmm. You just keep plugging along. Yeah, I saw this one lady uh, on uh, LinkedIn, and this was her second layoff 
in six months because she got laid off from her previous job six months ago, found her new role like within a month or so. So it didn't take long. And then she just was involved in this recent layoff that I was just talking about. That is tough. That is very, very tough. Yeah, it's mm, it's it's a tough market. It's mm-hmm. a tough market. It's yeah, I mm, it, it just sucks. I, I mm-hmm. will say I am grateful for my past experience and knowing like being like fired and laid off. I've mm-hmm. had both to understand that there is like because I get some people feel like like it's the end of the world kind of yeah. thing. But having that experience, so, you know, I know that something else is out there. Mm-hmm. It sucks, yes, but it's not, like, the end of the world when that happens. There's always yeah. going to be another opportunity for you. Right, right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But, yeah, just, you know, t- things going on in our nine to fives since they do still exist, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not unfortunately. No We're very no fortunate. Day. We're still yeah, very I'm fortunate. very grateful but for it, but, yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know. I think... Do you think if you had the opportunity, if the line, the stars align, regardless of what it is, mm-hmm. would you work for yourself full time? Oh, I don't, I don't know if I would ever work for myself full time unless I was forced into that situation. Like if I had absolutely no other options and I needed to make some money and that was my only option, I think I would in that case. But I just really do appreciate the um, security of mm-hmm. having a nine to five job. Um, so I don't know. I mean, if you would have asked me this five years ago, I would say, absolutely. I would love to work for myself, but I don't know. I guess I'm just in a different season of life to where that doesn't really appeal to me a lot right now, but you never know. It might, it might, it might change. It's easier for me to say that now that I'm in a position that I like, and then like a department, I like, like mm-hmm. I love working in the marketing and stuff. But like when I was working in claims, I would have literally killed to be able to work for myself and not have no, not to have a boss, <laughs> you know? So I think it's just, I don't know for me for that. I'm just not in that season of life to where that really appeals to me. But what about you? Um, at first I was thinking that that was the case. Like what you were saying, like maybe it was because of the, the environment I was in mm-hmm. that I was like so adamant, but I think I don't like people. So yes, the answer well, will absolutely be yes <laughs> to work for myself. Because I like while I have issues with where I'm at now, mm-hmm. it's nowhere near how it was in claims. Right. Not nowhere near. And I yeah. still am like, I don't really like authority. I don't really like mm. having to ask somebody, or it's not even ask, you're just letting them know, like, hey, I'm gonna go on vacation yeah. this week or whatever. Yeah. And it I don't like that. And having to like Maybe you'll get it. Maybe you want, depending mm-hmm. on your, you know, seniority. Like that's all, all that bullshit. I yeah, yeah. So yeah, I I, if I had that the opportunity, I definitely would. Yeah, I totally feel you. That totally yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Mm, that's a that's an interesting question. That is a very interesting question. Let's ask J Bay too. J Bay, if you had the opportunity to work fully for yourself right now, would you do it? Um, I'm just so anxious all the time and there's a security in knowing like I show up I get paid for all the work Mm -hmm. um but I will say I'm learning to be more confident about the work that I produce and I guess it's a little bit different like being in the creative field so like I think when I first started at my like current job my thought process was like oh I could never do freelance work And now as I'm maturing in my career, I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh, I could see this being like an end goal maybe. Mm. But 
I don't know if I'm there yet. <laughs> I love it. There we go. Yeah. So yeah, so maybe one day, but just not in that season of life right yeah. now. That totally makes sense too. Yeah. yeah. I love our it. three different answers. <laughs> Because I'm like, absolutely not. Jamie's yeah. like, maybe. And you're like, hell yeah, tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> very, very interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. But yeah, let's get into some planner world stuff. So if you are listening to this on the day that it comes out to the general public on April the 27th, then we are in just full speed ahead in the EC Life Planner launch. It has happened. You are listening in the future. Uh, you have bought all the things. <laughs> Myra, I'm curious how you're feeling about this week of the launch and if you are planning on buying anything. Uh, every launch season, I always think of the EC team being like that, uh, that clip from The Office where he's like, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. I feel like that's, that's, that's Tori. <laughs> like that's literally Tori. Literally. <laughs> but um, I, I hope everything went without a hitch. I'm sure everything went without a hitch. Um, I don't think I'm planning on buying anything. Only thing that's like on my wish list is the snap-in vegan leather cover, just so I can bling it out and be like Tisa. There we go. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I really need anything else, but yeah. who knows? Yeah, who knows? No, I still gonna look. We're still gonna look. Yeah, and obviously, guys. Like, don't put too much pressure on yourselves to feel like that you need to buy all the things right away. Like, remember, these planners don't start till July, and so you got until like literally probably like early to mid June to make your purchase and still have your stuff on time. I obviously do not work for EC, so. Do not quote me, but I'm just saying. It's really not a rush. Uh, I think I am going to be going ahead and buying my um, canvas ring inserts. Very, very excited because they do have the A5 ring inserts in the Daily Duo layout for canvas. Um, mm -hmm. And I already got my Notique uh, agenda, my lavish agenda, just sitting on my desk, just waiting to be filled with beautiful inserts. So that's <laughs> happening. <laughs> That I is going to ask you if you got it. Mm -hmm. so is it beautiful. just as good? Okay, it is. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it is. And you know, lavender, lilac, all the purples, those are just my jam. I'm so in love with it. Spring. So perfect. So I just cannot wait. So I think for now, that's going to be the main thing I'm purchasing. I'm also, I also think I'm going to be buying one of the uh, Etta V straps. There is a new Etta V like bag strap um, that's coming out. So I definitely think I'm. My, I am going to be purchasing that as well. But I think that's it. If I if I buy more, I will let y'all know next week. But I think that's it for now. But hold up. No one told me that they made the Snappin' vegan leather covers. <gasps> what? This is news to me. Oh, so um, <laughs> Tanya, if you're listening, <laughs> please go back and make like the Star Wars collection, the vegan leather ones, Snappin'. Because oh, like please. I want to put that on like a notebook just to carry yeah. it around. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So cool. Just letting you know. Thank you, Mike. Okay. Well, okay. <laughs> yes, yes, JB. <laughs> I actually yes. forgot about those too. Ooh, wee. They're so good. I have so I good. have the um Darth Vader and I have Yoda one. And I had to give it to Chuck because I will keep it on a notebook, but they were on planners. And mm. who wants to recoil? Ain't nobody got time for that. So you just said, yeah. time for that. Yeah. yeah. Please make those snap in. That will be epic. 
it not being snap in is the only thing that has that has stopped me from getting mm-hmm. one of those vegan leather covers because one of my favorite things about using EC planners is the ability to change the cover. Mm-hmm. So now that they have the snap in vegan leather cover covers that you can change, I mean that's a game changer for me for mm-hmm. sure. So yeah, and now that mm-hmm. I know that I can bling them, mm-hmm. it's over. Tisa done started something. She done y'all, started something. Now I'm about follow, to try to bling that Darth Vader one. 100%. If y'all did not follow, this is Tisa on Instagram. Make sure you're following her. She just blinged a EC snap-in cover. She mm-hmm. literally did it in like a couple of hours. Made it look so easy because she is a professional. And I think I need to do that as well. Yep, it's happening. So I'll add that to my list. A uh Thanks a lot, JB. Hey, y'all are spreading the word. <laughs> the Lord's work, okay? Doing the Lord's work. <laughs> I also really love that um the canvas cover. Mm. Like the one with the, like the name. Like I like that too. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dang, okay. I don't really need nothing else. I really hate ordering just covers, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because you're going to pay the same in shipping mm-hmm. unless you order so many covers that you get to the free shipping. So I don't know, Myra. Maybe just peruse the website. See yeah, we'll see. Anything else. Look at me trying to be a bad influence. I know. <laughs> I mean, I too know. bad you don't have anyone that lives near an EC store in the near future. Well, but yeah guys we are so excited to see what y'all have purchased during this lunch make sure you comment on our instagram and let us know uh we also did a giveaway for the lunch i mean if you're listening on thursday sorry the giveaway is already over and we've already announced it on the instagram so yeah stay ready so you don't have to get ready make sure you are following us on instagram if you are not planners or wine um yeah we hope you guys bought some cute stuff I'm just so in love with the canvas collection and the uh, Inspire collection from Etta V especially. So, and even the wildflowers is really beautiful, even if you don't love, you know, floral stuff. So just exciting times. Yeah, it really Mm -hmm. is. I I think all of the collections um, are gorgeous um, and I think they'll fit anybody's style. So Mm -hmm. check it out. Um, But yeah, yeah, exciting, exciting times for sure. Super exciting. Yep. Um, Aura Estelle and Annie Plans have also announced another collab of undated planners. All these will be available in 85 and B6 sizes. Um, and there will be three different planners in each. So six planners total. Um, it looks really cute. I'm really excited. Like I literally have a Aura Estelle A5 cover sitting in my cart. I may or may not be purchasing one of these planners it, with the cover. I don't know, y'all. I'm just in a in a very experimental phase where I just want to try all the things. So I don't know. We're going to see, though. Myra, <laughs> what you got to say? Um, <laughs> and we're about to disagree. We're about to disagree. I feel it. Go ahead and say what you're about to say. This is the only reason why I say no. Okay. I think there are amazing planners. I, I see people do amazing things with them. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a few. I never stick with them. I, I mean, never stick with them. I feel you. Um, but we don't stick with anything, though. I mean, <laughs> I don't even start. Like I, At least with most of the stuff I at least start, I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if it's just too much of a blank canvas for me. 
Mm, maybe. Um, yeah. This is getting very close to Bujo without mm-hmm. a full-on Bujo, for sure. Because they are just like a blank canvas. That's true. Yeah. So, you know what? I'm going to try. I have a few. I'll try to go back, do some stuff. Because, you know, right now, my planner phase is just, mm-hmm. you know, all over. Um, but the covers... See, that's what we disagree on because I have two of their covers and I really like them. I think it's the covers that you've chosen, not the covers themselves. (laughs) Because I like them, but I haven't gotten the the covers that you've gotten also. So, yeah, the first one that I have chosen, Mm -hmm. because it's, you know, I did pick this. Um, Nobody told me that A5 wide is basically seven by nine. Well, And y'all know I don't read the descriptions clearly. Um, so I'll take that L. Okay, okay, fair. I took that L. Very fair. The second, you know, I sent it to you. I feel like it just, and I know, you know, there's different color variations based on the screen, but I feel like it was, I was kind of bamboozled when the color came and the texture just wasn't given. That's what like I the thought it was texture, like teddy yeah. like, bear cover. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. And I'll be honest, Mm-mm. I you know, I just didn't feel like it was a good quality. And again, mm-hmm. this is my opinion. These are the two items that I, you know, decided to get. I have not had. So the other cover you have is the Weeks, right? I have. So I have a Croc um weeks cover and i have a a6 croc cover and i love both of those covers so is it up there with no teak i mean no but it's not the price of no teak either it's literally probably like 50 dollars less than no teak so you've you feel the difference for sure yeah i would say it's a more budget friendly and i i mean i like them i haven't had any issues with even one of those covers but like i said i just knew going into it that i was definitely you know getting what i paid for it was not like cheap or anything but it's not like no teak level for sure but you know yeah we can't yeah. afford no teaks all the time <laughs> like let's be for real <laughs> you know as in the words of Bay, i'm a label whore <laughs> <laughs> there we go yes. but, <laughs> but um I'll give it a try. I'll give it, that'll be three. I'll give it a third try. Um, I'm just, you know, I'm just a little skeptical. That's all. I take no responsibility for this not working out. This was not to convince you to try it. I thought you were trying to convince me not to try it, but you convinced yourself to try it again. (laughs) Yeah. I, I, maybe it's just the stuff that I have been picking. Mm -hmm. I'll reach out. I know Julie has some stuff too. So maybe I chat, you know, we got our little Mm -hmm. Hobonichi chat going on. So maybe I'll talk to Mm y'all to see which one, but that first one, Mm-mm. And then the second one, it was a week's cover too. I like the feel. I mm-hmm. like the extra loops. There's a lot of amenities. Yes. To that, that I love. Yes. It was just the texture. Like it just, it didn't pass the vibe check on that. So I, I feel you, you know, I'll try it again three times. Okay. I, th- I think so. I think you should definitely like get something a little bit more conventional. And I think it's going to yeah, be that's fine. That's the problem. You know, you trying to go Maybe, out the box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's the problem because even the A5 wide, which I just thought it was maybe a couple inches wider. Girl, that thing wide. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It shouldn't even have A5 in the name. No. Maybe seven by nine wide, but literally that one was a pink leopard, mm. which in reality, like, what was I going to use? Carry that around. Even if I liked it, it's just right. 
you know, I can't yeah. use it everywhere. But yeah, and I think I love the thing I like about Orisdale is not only is it really budget friendly, but the yeah. range of colors in the covers is out of this world. Like they just have such a wide range of colors. Like it's just, I mean, it's hard to even compare it to anything else. Like you can get a beautiful, colorful um, planner cover in multiple different sizes for around like 60 to 70 bucks. Like you cannot beat that. It's really, really, especially, and I think that, especially if you're trying out like a new size, I definitely recommend somebody go for a Aura Sale or a Moterm or some of the, uh, you know, the more cheaper options of planner covers. It, before you know, before you get a Nautique or a cloth and paper and you fully commit. Cause it's like the last thing you want is to spend $130 on a cover and you end up hating the size and you don't use it. Hello, it's me. I've done this multiple times at this point in my life. And I can't anymore. <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that is true. And mm-hmm. I will say uh, their shipping is very fast for them to be in Canada. I very, mean, very fast. as soon as you put your order in, it ships. <laughs> Not literally, but basically. Yeah. Well, you're right. It's Actually, true. this A5 cake and sprinkles. See, I think I want the tan one. I've been going back and forth between like a mauve one, the tan and the brown and the croco like white one. But I think I got my eye on the tan one. I really like that one. So yeah, I like the tan one better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, they had so many options. They just came out with um like a restock, I think within the last like couple of months. So Mm -hmm. I think most of them are still like fully in stock. So yeah, definitely check those out, y'all. Yeah, the only one that's low right now, because y'all know I like to shop, is the Celeste Blue, mm. which, um, you know, yep. it's not my fave, but apparently it's somebody's fake. The it's girls, seven, it's the girls yeah. buying it up. Yes. Yeah. It's like, and I did see, I was looking at um, Aura Sale covers on YouTube last night, came across somebody's page who had a A5 cover, and they got like, you know how now they have the things where you can add rings without like physically like screwing them in but they have like the addable ring so she turned it into a a5 ring system and it fits like a5 inserts so okay you know i could options. you know I, I got options with my with my daily duo canvas i can have it in my notate for a little while if i want to if i want to switch my color and put it in my aura sale that i haven't purchased yet i can get some rings and add it in there very easily so yeah we love options absolutely there we go yeah yeah look at us (laughs) you know i love the evolution of how we got here you know know, this is what makes this podcast great i think so as well I think so as well. But yeah, I'm super, super excited about all the planner things right now. Um, I was telling Myra and Jay before we got on, I just got a new planner, like an undated novel, like book planner. And I'm so in love with it. It's called the Novel Companion by Little Inklings Design. They are Little Inklings Design on like Instagram and TikTok and stuff. And I've been following them for a while because they do like dated um, book review planners. And this is like the little like mini version of the book review planner and I'm in love with it it's so cute and I feel like it's gonna really like motivate me to like read because I, I've already tried to like do the Bujo book planner thing and y'all know I'm not a Bujo girl so that crashed and burned very quickly so I needed <laughs> something pre-made and it has challenges and book lists and TBR lists and stuff it's really cool very very cool 
Yeah, the cover is beautiful. Um, so check out the YouTube page to see the cover. But it has a ton of foil and stuff on it. So, yeah, I like it. Yes. I mean, for you. I Period. think it's dope. It, this, <laughs> yeah, if you want to keep up with I think it's a perfect thing for you yes. to Have keep my, up like, with the reading. Brassy, like spiral, brassy, like rose yeah, gold spiral, sort of spiral. And then yeah. the rose gold um, foil. Very cute. Yeah. I love this thing. I cannot Speaking wait. Of keeping up Music. with um, habits that we started in 2023. Myra, oh how's your movie? <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> well, hold on. <laughs> I am doing very okay. Very okay. Uh, <laughs> Yay, that's good. Um, I am now up to 15 because I did the Mario. I was at 12 before. I did the Mario movie. Mm-hmm. Um, what other movie did I watch? Um that one Netflix one that has uh, Lauren London in it. Oh, uh, you people. Yes. yes. And we counted TV shows too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Last of Us was added to that. So I'm at 15. That's amazing. Get it. Growth. Very yeah. good. Very good. <laughs> I don't I... know if I make 100 at this pace. But... <laughs> I mean, even if you don't get to 100, you're still getting to something. You know what I'm saying? You've experienced. It's about the journey. Mm -hmm. 12 is already more than 2022. There we go. Yeah. There we go. But yeah, now, you know, I know that J-Bay is going to keep tabs. I'm going to try to reach that 100 because now it's a challenge. I'm proud of you. And it's not about what's waiting on the other side. It's the climb. It's, it's, it's the climb. The climb. Damn it, J-Bay bust me out. Oh. Yeah, I didn't pick that up. <laughs> I was like, I'm pretty sure that's Miley. It is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was wondering if you would catch it. <laughs> I was thinking. It was tick ticking in my brain. And then I when I heard it. the medley, like, oh, okay, yeah, that's definitely. <laughs> it clicked. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, but yeah, it's, it's the climb. It's the climb, Myra. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna get there. I'm gonna get there. Y'all have given me so many recommendations. I still have to do uh, menu the menu. Mm. <laughs> it's so fun. <laughs> I'm excited for you to watch the menu just so we can talk about it. Okay, I know. I want to hear your opinion. I do too. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I still, I have a whole list, so I don't, you know, I definitely don't need extra recommendation because that, that tends to overwhelm me. So well, as we progress throughout the year, you guys will get updates on the list for sure. What she's saying is me and J-Bay can give her recommendations, but (laughs) nobody else. That's it. She good. Cause I get overwhelmed. And we know what she likes. You know what I'm saying? We know what she likes also. So, yeah. Also, if I watch that Harry Potter like 20th anniversary thing, does that count? I think so. Yeah. I think so. I think you it's should. a documentary, yeah. Yeah. I, I just don't want to be sad. I, I didn't find it sad. I just found it... I mean, there were some sad moments. Like, they had um, the man who played uh, Hagrid talking in a little bit of it. Um, and now that he has passed away, he was just very like introspective about the journey of Harry Potter and doing the films. And I think he even got a little emotional. Excuse me. No, Meg's getting emotional. I'm not. I'm talking. <laughs> it's for the pod. Oh my gosh. But, yeah. 
I think he even got a little emotional talking about it too. And like now that he's passed away, I can see that being emotional. But the whole thing, I think it's just very cool and just an introspective look at it. And nice to hear from like the stars of it and everything. And mm-hmm. you know, we only heard from that that woman like once. They just had like a very old clip from her from a long time ago. She wasn't involved in this thing at all. So they made it very clear. They, they did not yeah. associate it. They did. <laughs> It's sad that they you have to do that, but it is what it is. But um, yeah, I I am at least glad that I know uh the person who plays Snape isn't here because that would have been devastating if I Ooh. watched that count out. So thank you. I know. Let me know. I know. I think that was probably the saddest moments whenever they did have people who had passed away up until that point mm-hmm. at, at at that point and talking about them and stuff. But I loved it. It made me so happy. Yeah. It was the best thing to watch on New Year's Day. It was amazing. So I hope you watch it. Yeah. Um, I, I just started watching this show on Netflix called The Society. And I'm so disappointed because it came out in 2019 and it got canceled because of the pandemic. So they never did a season two because of the pandemic. And it's so good. And I'm so disappointed. I only have 10 episodes to watch. What is it? The Society is a Netflix um show where basically some circumstances that are not like fully explained in the first couple episodes occur to where this group of kids, like these group of teenagers are the only people left in this town. Like all the parents, Mm -hmm. everybody's gone and they are trapped in the town. And it's, it's supposed to be kind of like Lord of the flies. If you're familiar with uh, that novel about like this group of little boys who got stranded on this Island by themselves, it's supposed to be like a modern take on Lord of the flies from my understanding, but I'm, I'm enjoying it so far, but I only got one freaking season. So, mm, you know, yeah, that sucks. Hopefully they pick it back up, but you know, I doubt it. It's been too long now. It's been too long. Yeah. Yeah. But it was really good. Um, and I also started watching beef. On Netflix, it's a new Netflix show. Um, it's done some controversy involving yeah, that's what I heard. somebody in the show, but I it is a good show. But you're, you know, and I think the I hadn't looked into it too much, but the creators of the show have spoken out about the situation with the controversy involving um, one of the people involved in the show. So, but yeah, that has been a, a wild show to watch as well. Definitely not kid friendly. <laughs> Neither one of these shows are kid friendly, by the way, but. Just what I've been yeah. watching. Yeah, she's definitely way past the uh where I'm at 15. <laughs> I don't even remember. I, don't know. I might not be, honestly, because okay. I haven't been watching a lot of TV. I, I I've had to be way more intentional about watching TV lately because I've been very, very caught up in like um, you know, the books that I've been reading and listening to and TikTok. Mm. So I'm trying TikTok to. takes a lot of time if you it, let it for sure. It really does. It really, yeah. really does. But yeah, but I'm excited. You know, lots of lots of good entertainment out there, especially as we get into the summertime. So, you know, some of my favorite reality TV shows are going to be coming back, like Big Brother and the new season of The Bachelorette. Very mm-hmm. excited. Oh, I'm up to 16. If we count in TV shows, it's Love is Blind. Love is Blind. There we go. I love it. Look yep. at the number growing. <laughs> <laughs> I always forget to count the TV shows too. Cause there it, we go. Boy, definitely ain't no way. They count. Movies. Yeah, I can't. I they count. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. But yeah, also guys, just wanted to mention quickly before we take a quick break that we are sponsoring a giveaway at the upcoming The Great Planner Party um, that is hosted by Texas Planner Base. It is like a conference uh, that is happening this upcoming weekend and we are hosting a giveaway there and sponsoring the event. So very exciting. If any of y'all go, good luck. We hope y'all win our giveaway. Um, <laughs> and we hope y'all have a great time. Let us know how it is. It seems like it's going to be really, really fun. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited that we were able to, you know, pitch in with a few giveaways or mm-hmm. uh, a giveaway. It's, mm-hmm. it's not multiple. It's just one. Um, but glad we were able to do that. That's one of the goals for this year is to mm-hmm. kind of give back to the community. Um you know, we love this community so much. So yep. we hope to continue to, you know, help out and sponsor it in, you know, whatever way we can. Yes, exactly. And I think people have the wrong impression about sponsoring. Like you can sponsor an event and it doesn't have to be something huge or like mm-hmm. a big like time or monetary commitment. Just do what you can just to show love to our community. That's literally what we're trying to do from here on out. So I'm really excited. I'm really Absolutely. Excited. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a big fret as you think. Like, I think a lot of people mm-hmm. just think it's like sponsoring tables. There's other ways that you can contribute. 100%. Exactly. Exactly. And on that note, we are going to take a quick break to hear from our sponsors that we are so grateful for. And we will yes. be right back. Hey, y'all. This episode is sponsored by Plum Paper. To celebrate teachers, Plum Paper has launched seven new teacher covers, notepads, stickers, and a new teacher layout. And the popular Me layout is now also available as the Teacher 4 layout. Plum Paper teacher planners are an amazing tool for teachers who want to stay organized and on top of the school year and lesson plans. These customizable teacher planners have so many options that they are sure to fit every teacher's needs. The sale is 20% off site-wide, plus you get a freebie with purchases that include a teacher planner while supplies last. No promo code is required. The discount will automatically apply at checkout. Plum Paper is also offering free shipping on all continental U.S. orders over $75. The site-wide sale is the perfect time to shop for a new planner and accessories, even if you're not a teacher. Head over to Plum paper.com from May 1st through the 5th. Let them know Planners and Wine sent you by using the link in our show notes. All right, guys. So we are back. Uh, This next segment is just called WTF. And this WTF goes out to Netflix. If you know, you know. They really played in our faces over this Love is Blind um, reunion that we waited all night for like how Netflix, how and everyone was making the joke. (laughs) (laughs) They were like, watch is going to (laughs) bust. Sorry, Myra. They got dragged. (laughs) Yeah. By other other companies as well. Hulu was dragging them. Yeah. It was right there. It was low hanging fruit. I, you know, totally understand Hulu and all of them to Mm -hmm. hop on that. But they tried to make uh, a mockery out of themselves on, you know, love is late. They did that little clip of uh, Tiffany falling asleep. Look. But it's just, y'all, love was two hours damn near. If if late. love is that late, then love is pregnant. Okay? Because <laughs> why are you that late? <laughs> make it make sense. 
I just at this point I get what Netflix trying to do. They're trying to evolve. They're trying to elevate. Have these live events. Da da da. If it's live, I ain't watching it now. They need to stay in their lane. Stay in lane. Y'all stay. are streaming. Mm-hmm. Streaming. Mm-hmm. Y'all clearly cannot do this. Yep. And this other podcast that I listened to, um, Reality Seeds podcast, he brought up a great point. He was like, "Look, if Love is Blind, not Love is Blind, but if Netflix is trying to do this live thing." Y'all can't play like this with like sports fans because sports Mm-mm. fans will go absolutely feral if because the game gonna start regardless, regardless. Yeah. of what Netflix is doing and if people are missing the game, especially like football and stuff, oh that's your ass Netflix. So get it together or stay in your lane. That's it. That is it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I don't even on. think any of those uh NFL, NBA, any of those major league, they wouldn't even trust that. Absolutely not. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. You're not getting a license for that Netflix. No. I'm sorry. Y'all dropped the bag. Several people got fired, I'm sure. 100%. Well, and what I think was worse was that it came on for a select amount of people Mm -hmm. and everyone was like what why if we can't watch it why do they get to watch it drag me drag myra (laughs) drag myra was one of the nine people in the country who got to watch it when it actually started i had to watch via tiktok somebody else who it was working for them another one of the the nine um, they streamed it on TikTok, and that is literally yeah. how I watched it. But I also had to deal with her pausing multiple times to tell people that she couldn't get the closed captioning working or it was going to, like, take it. She wasn't going to be able to view it because view there were some yeah. issues with Netflix's closed mm-hmm. captioning on it as well. But she kept pausing to say that, which is how I end up so far behind you. I know. Yeah. And I was totally willing to like FaceTime y'all to watch it, but some of y'all were already on like watching it on TikTok, so y'all didn't want to stop. Yeah. Yeah. It was just ridiculous though. Like we had to do all that in the year of Beyonce 2023. Very, very ghetto. Very, very ghetto. Mm -mm. Unless we wanted to watch together, there was no reason why we all had to be watching it through somebody else's stream. Netflix, that was so freaking embarrassing. <laughs> like that was so so, so embarrassing. embarrassing. Yeah. Oh yeah, my it's gosh. too big of a company for that to be happening. Come um on. I just I think originally the plan probably was to have this recorded, but they seen so much of the social media hype and they tried to, mm-hmm. you know, go the yeah. backfield or whatever. I don't know, but yeah, I don't know. It one. Stuff like this don't need to be live, which mm-hmm. is what we'll talk about in the next what the fuck person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and second, like if y'all haven't done it at this capacity before, why would you try to do it for something so major? And y'all knew it has so much social media hype. So major, so many people watching it, so many people talking about it. Like this was just not this one it. This one it Netflix, like how y'all been doing a test run or something? Like, come on. Come on. Especially I mean, they have done other live events. I just don't think it was at the nothing magnitude. on this scale. Yeah. Nothing on yeah. this scale. That is the problem, I think. Um, especially when a lot of people brought this up too. That Netflix is the streaming service that's every three to six months, you know, raising the rates and mm-hmm. talking about taking away, you know, people being able to share password and things like that. So they trying to squeeze every penny out of us while playing in our faces like this. 
on a Sunday yeah, night. Yeah, it's not it's not a good look, Netflix. Mm. It's not a good look at all. On a Sunday night. A Sunday I forgot night. about that. Folks had to go to work in the morning. It was supposed to start at 7 p.m. Central Time. I remember because I was sitting there ready with my dinner. I mean, I had time my whole day perfect and planned it around yes, this as most of us did. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it didn't actually start until about, I think about 8.30 Central Time. It looked, it took over an hour for somebody to be able to see something. I guess at some point they just got to the point where, look, we just going to record it. And if it worked Mm -hmm. for some people, that's fine. But it's like, no, that's not fine. (laughs) Like, it's not okay. And it took a minute for them to like edit up and put the, you know, yeah. re-recorded or pre-recorded stuff up for people who still had to wait to see it. Like it, yep. it was just a mess. It was, it a, was mess. a mess. Yeah. Yeah. It was late too. Cause mm-hmm. I, I didn't even go to bed till about 1230. It was so late. We, we need the sound of Jocelyn's voice saying, bitch, you look a mess. We need that like right here. <laughs> because come on, come on Netflix. Um, and then on top of having to wait so long and having to watch it, like I'm in the freaking, um, stone age via somebody <laughs> else's live stream on TikTok, stone age. it was just such, <laughs> I know, right. It was just <laughs> such a bad reunion overall because of the hosts. Now, if y'all like, we, we had a whole oh, Facebook live with our Patreon community where we, really dug into the host and the whole season and all that. So if you're on the Patreon, that will be on your feet. If it has not been put on your feet already, you will be able to listen to that. Right. You look, you're not, you're not giving me a confident look. <laughs> oh no, you're fine. Okay. Yeah, it will be. It will was, definitely be there before they hear this. Okay. I was looking at your face for validation and I wasn't getting it. So here we are. But anyway, oh. <laughs> it's all right. But yeah, so we, so yeah, we talked all about it with our Patreon community. So definitely listen to that if you, if you want to, but I just had to publicly say that Vanessa Lachey deserves jail time, jail time. She's guilty. Lock her up. That was the worst hosting I think I've ever witnessed. And I'm not even trying to be like all picky, like, oh, this is what a host should do. This is what a host shouldn't do. But I'm just like, just the like basic basic journalism it was just lacking it was just very much lacking uh it definitely showed that she has not hosted anything since trl like 20 freaking years ago she was so biased she was so obnoxious she was so all about herself and you know her husband was just furniture nick was just there so disappointed is not even the word I can use for that. I don't even know. After waiting that long and that's what we got, oh my gosh. I'm still mad at her. I'm still mad. Mm-hmm. Highly mad. I, yes. I'm still very, very much upset about the um, the whole baby thing. Oh my gosh. That sent me through the freaking roof. If anybody did not see it, basically, Vanessa Lachey is like baby crazy. Um, she was all in people's uterus. She didn't just ask. You know, one time I could I could get past, okay, but she like really beat it into them. Asked multiple times, literally did like a merry-go-round and went around to each couple asking them when they were going to have a baby. Not if, 
but when they when, were going to have yeah. a baby because she wants the first love is my baby so freaking bad. And not only have these people only been married for a year, they've only known each other for a year. So give them some time to learn each other and decide if they even have kids or if they even have the ability to have kids or maybe they want to adopt. Maybe they just want it to be them forever. Like who knows? She didn't care nothing about that. She was just all in a bedroom and it was really gross. Very, very gross. I, it was just so, like you said before, it was very much so self-centered. Mm-hmm. It seems like, and she mentioned it too, like, oh, I want baby number four or whatever. It mm. seemed like that was the case. But um, I don't, she didn't even like think about like if somebody's having issues conceiving, if somebody didn't want to have yeah. a child. Everybody on that stage, even the people who weren't with anybody, were visibly so uncomfortable by her constantly asking. It's just, it was just catch a hint. And I feel like she, she was very, if you watched it, you know, she kept saying stuff about social media. Like she was very in tune to what people were saying online. Mm -hmm. So knowing that, she must have like felt very self-conscious about people saying like they aren't good hosts, they need to go. Mm-hmm. So she tried to go above and beyond and she ended up sticking her fucking foot in her mouth. Literally. Just constantly talking about this baby, constantly taking up for you the know these trash ass women. Uh-huh. Sorry. The women on some of these women on the show was trash. Trash and me and just needed to get dragged through the mud or at least question it. Mm-hmm. She didn't have to drag, like at least some kind of pushback. It's just what Vanessa did, what Vanessa did as far as her writing for the women in this season was just, I mean, it was just the epitome of like toxic white feminism because mm-hmm. it, it's like, I feel like this is what, you know, asshole men, this is the stuff that they talk about where they try to be like, oh, feminism is so bad. Feminism is this. It's Vanessa's type of feminism that people think is all type of feminism and feminism is not writing for women wrong or right that is not what feminism is at all and I feel like that is where she gets caught up in it like she thinks that no matter what you always have a woman's back no matter what she's doing and it's like no like that's not taking accountability that's not holding people accountable and there were some really messed up things that happened this season in large part due to some of the women that were on the show and the whole point of the reunion is to help those people take some accountability. Now, that doesn't mean that you have to support and be in favor of all the nastiness that they have received online. You can have a strong stance against that, but you can also be like, I understand why people are mad at you. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about it. And you should be understanding because mm-hmm. obviously you have been listening to what the internet is saying. So it. I mean, come what, on. Do that. She, she wants to come in like Captain, fact, like Captain Save a Girl, and we didn't need that. We didn't we ask didn't. for that. Nobody asked for that. In Ooh. fact, folks, if you were so in tune with what the internet was saying, mm-hmm. folks were saying we need these people to be questioned. We were telling you what questions to ask, mm-hmm. and she just like just mm-hmm. so I, I don't know if she's just so far up her own ass. She is. That she was just like I just need to prove the people that I can do this, and mm-hmm. you prove the people that you can. That you, and you will not, and you will not do it. 
I I stick I I am so firm. Am I am I saying that if she is hosting the next reunion, I will watch the whole next season. I will not watch the reunion. I will be checked out. I will get the clips and the recaps on podcasts and on TikTok and stuff. And that's mm-hmm. it. I'm not watching anything else that she's hosting. Absolutely the freak not. Like she needs to go on somewhere. And I think she knows this too because her and her husband have been very quiet on social media this week. They have not really posted anything. They have not been in their stories. She definitely sees the anger that people have towards her because it was just a shit show. It was horrible. It was horrible. So, but yeah, rightfully so. Yeah, what a uh, what a way to end. You know, the best season of Love Is Blind. It's like Netflix fumbled the ball in the bag in so many ways with this amazing once in a show season. They're never gonna have a season this good, probably, and they fumbled it. It could have been the perfect season. It really could. Honestly, I could have forgive. No, I couldn't have. I ain't even gonna say that. It wouldn't have been as harsh. Um, if the reunion was just, you know, available for streaming. Yeah. I think being late, being so messed up and having that whole stream mm-hmm. live thing and then, fuel. yeah, and then mm-hmm. having that to be such a a jerk, I will say. Yeah. It just, it just amplified it. Yeah. Also, if it would have been pre-recorded, the, you know, the producers could have worked some of their editing magic so she didn't look as bad. They could have edited out yeah. some of those. It probably was good. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you watch it now, it probably doesn't seem as bad. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's bad because it, you yeah. know, they had bad material to choose right. from. Right. Right. But um, a I'm culmination sure it's not of as bad as what we said. Yeah, yeah. It was too much. It was too much. I was heated. Oh, I was so bad. Um, but yeah, that was Love is Blind season four, you guys. I just. <laughs> I just cannot even. And also, the cherry on the cake, on the shit pie, shit cake, whatever, uh, the ultimatum queer love. Now, we were very excited to see this. We had been talking about there needs to be some type of um, queer love show that would be so good to have that in a reality TV. Netflix has given us that. You know, it's going to be, um, you know, coming out, I believe, very, very soon. But one thing that stuck out that was weird to us from the trailer was the host. Okay. The host is Joanna Garcia. I remember her from Reba, one of my favorite shows back in the day. Uh, but she also is uh, on a Netflix show currently. I can't remember the name of this show. It's it's some Wahite show. But yeah, she's on a Netflix show currently. <laughs> So, <laughs> I mean, it is. It's why he's saying Um, But yeah, so I'm assuming that that is why she's hosting because y'all know, like, contracts and stuff. We don't know exactly what her contract mm-hmm. is, but a lot of the times they will have a certain amount of things that people need to fulfill in order mm-hmm. to get the max amount out of their contract or fully fulfill their contract or whatever. So I don't know. This could have just been a part of her contract, but she's a very interesting choice because when I saw her, I immediately knew who she was. And I was like, she a part of the queer community. I didn't think that she was, but I really didn't know that much about her. Looked her up. As far as I know, she does not identify as a part of the queer community. She is married to a man, has been for a very long time, has kids. Doesn't mean that she can't be a part of the queer community, but it just doesn't seem like she is. And then also on top of that, it has, you know, in black and white on her Wikipedia page, she's also a devout Catholic. (laughs) If y'all know anything about devout Catholics, 
they are not very much proponents of the queer community most well. of the time. So <laughs> to say this so is an awkward. interesting choice is yeah. an understatement for us. WTF, what are y'all doing? Y'all couldn't find nobody. I'm sure there's somebody they have contract with at this very moment who would fit the description. I think so. Mm-hmm. Um, because my thing is, because what we were saying when we first saw it is that you know if they don't have a person a part of the queer community as the host, that is a humongous missed opportunity. I mean, mm-hmm. first and foremost, it is a queer dating show. The host should be. Where one thousand percent, yeah, it just should. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just doesn't make any sense for it. That's the minimum. That's the bare minimum. But on top of it, not it's a you know, at least heterosexual presenting person because we don't know her business. We don't know everything, but a heterosexual person that is also a devout Catholic. I just, why did she even agree to host? Like, I, I just. I'm just so confused for so many different reasons. Um, mm, the same. Mm, not even about to bring Scar Joe in this because she does this a lot too. Well, but I feel like <laughs> a lot of people like Scar Joe. Always, they see it as if they are offered the opportunity, stepping back is taken away from themselves. Mm-hmm. When in reality, if you step away for it, you just you're just opening up. There's something else for you. There's something like else everything for you. is not meant for you. Mm-hmm. If you take a step back, and it's probably gonna look better on you too. If if it ever comes out that you were offered this and you took a step back, but one hundred percent. But you know, I don't know this lady coins. I don't know if she needed this or whatever. Probably. But yeah, but it's just. And we say this in the planner community too. There's people who get things time and time and time after it again Mm -hmm. taking a step back and letting somebody else do something is not taken away from you everybody Mm -hmm. thinks it's coming out of their like you know individual like Mm -hmm. there's something else for you take a step aside to let the right person do this let the right person do it yep yep because i mean i feel like netflix probably thought that they were you know fulfilling their diversity quota by having a woman do it white women are not diversity can I just say that? I mean, that's my hot take. <laughs> like, if you're trying to meet a diversity standard, getting a heterosexual white woman to do something that a queer person, a queer person of any color, race, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But a queer person is the absolute minimum. So, even if we forget the fact that she has been married to a man and is a devout Catholic, at the at like she just like you said it it was an opportunity for her to step aside and be like I think there are people better suited to do this than me but also the onus is is mostly on Netflix for even asking her y'all didn't have nobody else to do it they most definitely did I women are diversity to white men mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. even think they were probably even looking at it as diversity it's mm-hmm. just. We have this person on the roster. Are you available to do it? Cool. Mm-hmm. Like, and but that's a problem, you know. Yeah, it, that's not an excuse to be like, oh, we didn't even think about that. That that's a part of the problem. That is a part of the problem. That is a huge part of the problem because I mean, as historical as it is to have a queer dating show, 
it, this just takes away from it so much that they made such a ghastly bad choice when it came to the host. I mean, I'm still going to watch it because I still want to support. Hopefully, the host will be a very, very, very small part of the show, similar to how Nick and Vanessa are with Love is Blind. But come on, Netflix. Like, it's right there. It is right there. We are not movie producers. We have no experience in any of this. But sometimes, like, right is right. And this was not right. This was just not right. Like, hopefully, she'll be a great host. Hopefully, she won't let her personal life or her her religion or anything like cloud her judgment hopefully hopefully she's not there trying to shove that on anybody's throats i at least hope they know better than to have any type of situation like that to where her life and her religion even come up they shouldn't at all but come on this was just such a missed opportunity and this absolutely should have this job should have gone to a person who's in the queer community period bar none period yeah i mean like, that's come the bare on. minimum Bare minimum. That's the bare minimum. I yes. Why can't they get it together? <laughs> Who needs know. to be fired? Like this is too much. <laughs> I don't know. Is this you some just... stakeholder stuff? Who needs to take the vote? Like, what are y'all doing? It's just miss after miss after miss. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> I can't God. take it anymore. <laughs> it's too much. It's too much. Oh, gosh. I cannot. I cannot. Uh, you know, last bit of controversy, Savine and Love is Wine, is that some Love is Wine contestants are coming out and saying that they have been, you know, overworked, uh, working all night, not getting to sleep, their, their mental health not being taken into consideration. The psycho vows are an absolute joke. All I really have to say to that, because I didn't go too deep into that, is that I do think that is probably the experience of the majority of these reality shows. So reality TV production as a whole needs a huge oversight in mm-hmm. so many different ways, because they are not taking care of these people um the psycho vows we've been knew they was a joke they're literally just there to cover the company's ass because there's a lot of people who psychologically should never be on any type of reality tv show but somehow they get through you know what i'm saying um yeah so i i really hate that that's going on i hope that anybody who is going into love is mine or any reality tv is very very honest with themselves and what they can handle and are able to go into it, you know, with their eyes wide open. So I'm glad that these stories are coming out so that people can know more about what they're getting themselves into. Cause it just does not seem like a very healthy um, or good environment, especially if you're somebody who might already be having some mental health struggles. I mean, I can't see it ever helping. I can only see it amplifying your struggles and making them worse. So that's my take. Yeah, yeah. And now, um, because I was looking back at, actually, I found out about this through Nick's TikTok, and mm-hmm. he was on season two with Mr. Shake. Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but he wasn't, he wasn't, yeah, he yeah, was yeah. fine. Oh, yeah, but, no, he was good then, uh, Do you yeah. remember his wife's name? D- Deep Tea? No, not Shake, Nick's wife. Oh, Nick was never married. He was engaged twice. He was engaged to Andy and he was engaged. No, he was no, he got he was the second choice twice. So he never got engaged. Like Andy dumped him in the final two, and then Caitlin dumped him in the final two. So he's never been married. He's engaged now, though. Are we talking about the same Nick? Wait, Nick who? 
Oh, I bet you're about Nick Vial because you no, brought him. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. Nick is the guy, the the contestant that I seen his TikTok oh, about the, the love who is ended wild. up with the girl. Him and the girl are like they got married, right? Yeah, they're still together. I can't. I hate. I just them can't. Reunion, but I, I know did you're too. About. But I don't know who. who I can't now, remember. Now, um, I have to look. I'll look it up. I was like but, Nick um, Vial. No, 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 no. Not not him. <laughs> so many, but Nicks. um. Yeah, so many Nick. So this was Nick that was on the show, actual okay. contestant with you know the the season okay, gotcha. was on. Um, his wife, which I admittedly fast forward through it because she was just insufferable. It just seemed like she was going through so much. Yeah, she was one of the people who kind of spoke out and said, you know, I was literally had told them that I was having unalive thoughts, oh. and they they will give me like an hour and tell me, you know, I have to go back and film, and Nick will have to be the one to be like, no, we're we're not filming today. We're not doing anything today. Oh yeah, yeah and yeah. yeah, looking back on the season and knowing that, because of course hindsight is twenty twenty. Yeah. It sounds like she was really going through it, and she kept speaking up for herself and kept saying stuff. But the they producers were still, yeah, didn't mm-hmm. care and kept pushing. So it makes sense why what she was doing and why I was so like, what is happening here? Like that's all I could yeah. think of, and I kept fast forwarding through their stuff because it was just so it was so weird. She was like, yeah, but that does give more context into why, yeah. for sure. Yeah, and Yikes. it's just, it's sad. It's sad. Something like Love, I don't think, I mean, obviously it makes for good TV, but I don't think you can, like, cram these people and make them work, basically, mm-hmm. for 12 hours a day. Like, it's just, it, it's hard enough for it to be, like, a competition-type show, mm-hmm. like Drag Race or something like that. I know a lot of them go through it, but for you to be trying to like love now it, it makes me wonder like and i think somebody in one of these comments said this too like were y'all falling in love or were y'all trauma bonding oh well that's a good question maybe a little bit I of mean, both yeah maybe mm-hmm. a little bit of both i mean th- those two are still together so i hope that and you know from what they're saying they went to therapy and kind of worked on it with their relationship too but yeah yeah interesting like, do better netflix in a lot of different ways, okay? Because come on. New come segment. On. What the heck? Netflix. The or yeah. Just, yeah. But you know what? Before we know it, it's gonna be another streaming service. <laughs> it's just people back the, there like what the hell? Look at us. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh. Um, okay. So next segment, Myra tries it. Myra, you tried some new things this past week. You tried the hot box from Wingstop and you tried the Simply Spiked Peach. Give us your thoughts on both of those things. Okay, so the hot box I'll start with first. Very disappointed that I couldn't get all flats, but I get it. It was, a, you know, for 420, it was <laughs> yeah. their little like munchies kind of promotion. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it was just okay. Chuck had it too. He just said it was fine. It wasn't really hot. Um, so were the wing sauce pre-selected? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, it was like a hot, um, hot honey, cheesy. Oh, gotcha. Like kind of a dry rub kind of vibe, and yeah. it had ranch poured over it a little bit too, mm. a little ranch drizzle. Um, okay, it wasn't really hot. It it was just okay. I I would have preferred to get my usual, honestly, but I ate gotcha. it. You know, yeah, it was just okay. Um. So, yeah, I mean, if that comes around again, y'all could probably skip that one. But um, <laughs> <laughs> for the spiked peach, it's a no for me. 
Yeah. I will good. still drink it because okay. I pay for it. But well, um yeah. <laughs> it was not it's not good. It's not good. Oh, I don't man. know. Have you ever had simply peach? Mm-hmm. Like just a drink? Mm-hmm. I love that stuff. Yeah, it's really good. I don't know if it's the alcohol they use or what, but it is horrible. The spice it's one is crazy. so bad. I would think, yes. I mean, it's definitely not as simple as them having the Simply Peach and just spiking it, you know? Yeah. But maybe it should be. <laughs> That's what it needs to be. That's what it should have been. Yeah. Maybe we can make our own or something. I don't know if it's a combination idea. with the alcohol or what, but eat all the flavors, I think it came in like mango peach, kiwi peach, strawberry peach, mm-hmm. and just regular peach. Mm-hmm. None of them was hitting. I, it just yeah it was it was bad i you know if the, you see the simply spike lemonade get that skip the peach it's good yeah okay. the lemonade is fire good to know so yeah i definitely want to try the lemonade but that's crazy hmm i i was so disappointed because their peach mm-hmm. is really good yeah that's that's what that is yeah. very, very whack. I um the last time I was at a liquor store, which was right before I go wild when I went to get our Tennessee whiskeys. <laughs> I got all of our roommates little Tennessee whiskey bottles. But I saw it was a very interesting um drink. It was like a hard seltzer, but it was like a some type of mom edition. So like each one was like the name of a different woman. There was like a hard seltzer, like Julie, I think there actually was a Julie, but it was like all like a woman's name. <laughs> Those look very interesting. <laughs> I want to try it. I know. Julie's somewhere like, why well, buy it? But... Right, right, <laughs> right. But I definitely but yeah, think I would love to try it. it. So I might yeah. pick it up too because um it looked very interesting. So yeah, if yeah, I end up at that liquor store, sponsor. now that's why I didn't get it because you know I'm not a hard seltzer <laughs> girl. It is. No, I, I, I would try that for science. I'll try it for science. So. But yeah, and you only seen it at a liquor store. Mm-hmm. Do y'all um y'all have what they call in the South? What is it like an ABC store? Do y'all have that? What is the ABC? Is that what it's called? That's what it's called, and that's where most of their alcohol is sold. Oh, I don't. I I it, I mean, it could exist. I might just not be aware of it, but I've never heard of it before. I have some people in North Carolina. They always talk about that. So I'm like, is it a Southern thing? Or maybe it's just a North Carolina thing or maybe, something. Maybe, yeah, yeah. yeah. It kind of, I guess it just depends. But yeah, yeah, I've never seen it in Tennessee or in Texas. Yeah, because it's specifically, like, I think it's mm-hmm. like government or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. only they only they can sell, like, like Tennessee. Now, there are, like, dry counties that can't sell anything. So maybe that state yeah. has that because of those dry counties or whatever. Um, mm. but I've never lived in the dry county because ghetto. Ghetto. It's not a ghetto. Uh, <laughs> you're not gonna tell me I can't drink. <laughs> but also another weird thing is like so now um it this is like you know when I moved to Texas, it was the first time I had experienced liquor being sold like in a grocery store. But now back in Tennessee, that is way more common now than what it was okay. a couple years ago. But even then, you can't a lot of grocery stores won't let you buy it, or I think there might be a law that you can't buy it on Sunday, even though it's right there. What yeah, in Ohio at least you have to wait because I remember going into Aldi's trying to get something mm-hmm. and you know i get my stuff done early mm-hmm. like i try to get my mm-hmm. stuff done early and um there's like yeah we can't sell you this until afternoon like what's the difference it's no different they I don't mean, want you to be I, drunk at 9 a.m but it's okay if it's 1 p.m like who really cares nobody cares i mean but, i get it I, you know what we speak it from a place of privilege we don't yeah. 
we don't, you know, suffer with alcoholism or stuff like that. That's true. That's true. It it still sucks. And, you know, because I'm sure a lot of those type of laws, you know, come from conservatives. All this regulation around alcohol and stuff, but where's the gun regulation? I wonder if all this stuff (laughs) is still in place from when, from like prohibition era. Probably, and but they had they've had the power for you know decades to take these out, like not to undo this, and they haven't. So, the gag of being able to buy a gun, I could walk and go buy a gun on Sunday, but I can't get a bottle of wine at eight a.m. Anyway, (laughs) y'all, let's end the show with roasting Megan Trainer. Um, she's a Megan with the H, so that lets y'all know everything you need to know about her. And I'm Drag proud. the H's. I'm proud not to claim. I'm sorry, Megan, with H's. <laughs> you know we got something. I just had to disassociate myself from her. I'm so sorry, though. It's not to all of y'all. <laughs> they like, we don't want no parts of her either. <laughs> Random. Do you know, like, I'll go places and, like, if I have to, like, give my name and, like, spell it, I get complimented all the time for my name not having an H in it as if I had anything to do with it. Like people will say it. They're like, oh, so you, your name spell easy. You got the easy spelling. People really be effed up about the different spellers of Megan. And they are very grateful for I'm just a normal Megan spelled girl. <laughs> like, I didn't do you it. You can't even be like, you know, Megan spelled the normal way because I'm sure that confuses people too. Because, like, what is normal? Way? <laughs> right. Right. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Literally. Breaking news as we are recording this on Sunday, April the 23rd, Megan Trainer, who, you know, a lot of us, you know, we know her music career, but she has really kind of took off because of TikTok because she is very, very active on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, she has gotten herself into some shit um, because she had Trisha Paytas, I believe is her name, on her and her brother's podcast. I'm guessing that the, either the episode just recently released or just the video from the episode had just gone viral because her and Trisha are having a conversation about the education system and saying some very privileged things about, oh, yeah, of course, we're going to homeschool. Everybody homeschools on TikTok and, you know, you know, making a, a valid point about how dangerous American schools are, which I can understand. But, you know, there was no acknowledgement of the fact that um, homeschool is not something that is accessible to everybody, nor is it something that everybody even wants. But the main thing that has really made this clip take off and really got her into the shit is there's a point where Megan verbatim says, fuck teachers. In the King's English. <laughs> the says, gag is yeah. we thought maybe Megan was on Trisha's podcast but to Mm -hmm. learn that this is Megan's podcast and not only like your team had the ability to edit it out because you can really lean on if it was somebody else show like yes this was your show girl your show Mm -hmm. you know she has professional editors and producers and stuff absolutely we didn't see we didn't see her mouth when she said it. We just heard her say it because they had the clip on Trisha at the point. Yeah. That would have been so easy for them to just, just erase that. But it, yeah. the fact that they didn't even have the wherewithal to think that her saying in this climate, F teachers with her whole chest was an issue. I mean, yikes on Be for real. bikes. Be for real. <laughs> 
Like what? You need a new team. Because I, I mean, it's been stuff that like we've said on the show, and not even on that level, like no. not even that bad. And J Babe will be like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which I think about this, you know, because mm-hmm. you need people on your team. Like maybe she just has a whole bunch of like yes, she men, has an echo just, chamber. Yeah, yes. mm-hmm. yeah, but you definitely need people who feel like who one care enough about you to not get you canceled. It, it, well, that <laughs> and two. Mm-hmm. That is like that feels empowered enough to be like you know maybe not this one girl, uh, you know yeah like that was and we, too it, far for us it's never been on that kind of level no. for sure nowhere even Mm-mm. close like I don't even know like how that even like how do you even form those words I don't know like even like with her and I know we'll talk about the apologies or whatever but like if you're talking about a specific person why would that be yeah you know what I mean like why yeah. I it. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah. So literally, this literally just came out a couple hours ago. We already have uh, a TikTok apology from Megan, where you know she's looking a little haggard with no makeup on, how they all do, just going her max sympathy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, and she was like, you know, I didn't mean what I said, and I love teachers. I have so much respect for teachers. They do this and they do that. If that's how you truly feel about teachers, I don't know how. The, the phrase F teachers even left your mouth like because in the podcast yeah, she was no talking about before that she was talking about a specific experience that her husband had with the educator how that translated into F all teachers which is what she basically said is just so so wild to me and I find like I said the apology I think it's a I'm sorry I got called I'm sorry y'all thought this was a big deal because I didn't because it went through rounds of editing and none of us thought it was a big deal and so I didn't think y'all were gonna think it was a big deal either why would you even having that conversation with Trisha (laughs) why are y'all even having this conversation like clearly like I don't know I, I don't even know if she had a moment to even realize the level of privilege that conversation between mm, those two literally very well off very rich can afford to pay somebody to literally come in and school their children kind of mm-hmm. women like i don't even know if that resonated like the apology just sound like somebody quickly written that up mm-hmm. and was like here say this because they are dragging you mm-hmm. I, it's just it's infuriating. It's infuriating too. Ridiculous. Like we know, yeah, we know that they, you know, these kinds of people, like they, we know that they have the privilege there. But mm-hmm. for her to not even take the extra steps to acknowledge that either is just, mm-hmm. it's just like here, this is what y'all want to hear, kind of thing. It's kind of how I felt when I listened to that. Yeah. Yeah. This is what the people want to hear, so I'll say it. 100%. That's 100% what it was, and it's just it's just a real shame when people don't um, acknowledge their privilege, and mm-hmm. they think that their words don't have meaning and impact. Like, obviously, you are a celebrity. You're a person on a huge, magnified platform. Like, what you say matters. It, it really, really matters a lot, and you know, you shouldn't think that like you, the last thing you want is for something that you say to be used as a sound bite on like Fox news or some other hateful ass program or podcast or whatever, who believes what you're saying. And they're using mm-hmm. what your, your words to fuel that fire. Because do I think that Megan Trainer like has a personal vendetta and hates all teachers? I don't think she, she feels that way. It's just the fact that she didn't have the mindfulness of knowing how, 
that phrase could impact like such a huge part of our society. I mean, we've had, there was a controversy within the planner community, which is a way smaller scale with a person mm -hmm. who is definitely not a celebrity who said something, <laughs> not even, I wasn't trying to be shady, but you know, facts are facts, America. Um, <laughs> but this person didn't even say anything as bluntly negative to teachers but it was a definitely definitely a dig towards teachers in that profession and that did not go over well and that was met with a lot of what the what the fuck you know what i'm saying so you absolutely have to watch what you say rightfully so too yeah. yeah rightfully so and especially in this climate like teachers are literally under attack by a portion of our government as far as like these these laws and legislatures are what's doing in these you know states come on like, and come unfortunately, on. teachers are the first line of defense for our children at this point. Mm. Mm -hmm. And like, if you listen to the, I mean, obviously it's a clip. I haven't listened to the whole podcast, probably won't. Yeah, but won't just that <laughs> clip. <laughs> it's like you're you're making it. You're blank. You're putting the blame on the teachers, kind of thing of what's going on mm -hmm. in the world. And it's it has not. It's not their fault. And everybody blames teachers. It is a pile on. Everything is teachers in the school system. That is how it works. And it sucks. It absolutely sucks. And it's, it's just not fair. Parents blame teachers. Administrators blame teachers. Students blame teachers. Everybody blames teachers. Like, and my thing is like, you know, Megan might have her husband's experience or her own personal experience with teachers, but her kids are not even school age. And she don't even plan on putting them in normal school. No way. She, You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> so it's she, like, girl, yeah. you're not even speaking from a place of what you're dealing with currently in your life. You're speaking about a situation to have with your husband, what? 20 plus years ago like be for real which is really his story to tell his story and his trauma mm -hmm. and his 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 right to be angry about it and i'm not saying that you can't be angry on behalf of somebody but like i said it just it was just such a ill-conceived thing to say when yeah we know you don't feel that way about all teachers but saying it is not cool saying that is just not okay <sighs> I can't. With great power comes great responsibility. And mm -hmm. Megan, out of all people, should know mm -hmm. that, you know, although she's like D-list, no, that was shade. But <laughs> she still has a platform. She does. And you need to, you know, watch what you say. Like, you just can't just go off like that. Like, do you have editors? I'm so no. mad. I know. What's happening? I know it's it's just it's, like I said it it was not better but it made more sense when I thought when we thought that she was on Trisha's podcast yeah. and that could have been you know you're in an interview she could have totally forgot that she even said that and then it comes yeah. out and it's like oh crap I totally forgot I said that I wish it was in there but no girl that was your podcast and you had so many opportunities to take that out or just not even say it in the first place because why it just even the content even knowing the full context it still makes no sense to disrespect teachers like that none at all none come at on all. I, yeah it's so uh, i mean go ahead I, I was just about to say megan has forced herself on us via tiktok nobody nobody wanted you to be this famous nobody asked for you to be this famous you did this through your friendship with chris olsen you forced yourself to have this huge platform, way bigger than you would have had just for your music career. <clears throat> so now look. I think 
And why you got a podcast? Why does she have a podcast? Why do a lot of people have a podcast? Well. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. We're done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I just, you know, uh Everybody don't need a podcast. I'll just say that. I, I keep my thoughts about uh, Megan to myself as a Drag mm-hmm. Race fan. If you know, you know. Um, tea? What? I don't know. What she do? <laughs> it's not really tea. I, oh. I just don't think. She, she's been a guest host a few times. I, she, and oh. she sucked at it. So, uh, Oh, well, yeah. another thing. Tomato, tomato, <laughs> tomato. Megan, yeah. leave us alone. Leave yeah. us alone. Nobody asks for you to be on Drag Race or for you to have podcasts. I have thoughts, but maybe we'll say that for the bonus episode. I, I, I tell you after we get off, but yeah. And yes, tell me yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, y'all. Uh <laughs> lots of WTLs this week. Yeah. I hate to end the show on that note, but what can we do? <laughs> What's one positive thing we can live leave the people with? One positive thing. Uh I do not plan to break the bank with this life plan of lunch. So I think that's a positive thing. That is very positive. Growth. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What I am really excited for our guests the next few months, especially oh, in period. June. Yeah. Yes. I'm very, very excited. Long time some... coming for that one, for sure. Yes. We have yeah. some great guests coming up as well. And um, I'm excited about what we've been doing lately with our guests, which is after the pod, where we have just been getting more information and talking to our guests more and throwing uh, Patreon questions at them. That has been such a fun mm-hmm. thing to do. Check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash planners and wine. Um, yeah, we just, we're, we're giving we're giving the girls content. You know, they got an extra Facebook Live this month. The after I'm looking the forward for more of that. Yes, yeah. me too, me too. So yeah, it's been good. So yeah, check us out if you're interested and um, let us know what are you WTF in it this week? Comment on our Instagram and let us know because we want to know. Yeah, yeah. definitely. But <laughs> well, yeah, guys, thank y'all so much for listening, and we will talk to y'all soon. Bye, guys. <laughs>